Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Chocolate Pages Show. This is the first show for 2016, and I've got hundreds of them, so you know this first one must be special. So we've been doing Chocolate Pages since about 2007, so we've got hundreds and hundreds of shows, but I want to make the first show of 2016 really special. Let me tell you a little bit about our show today. Um, obviously, it's all about books, and I only interview authors about good books. So, DeAndrea Bolden, Cultivating and Developing Prophetically Gifted Children, that's your book. So, when God desires to awaken and begin to deal with prophetically gifted children early on in life, these supernaturally endowed children are filled with gifts that must be properly recognized and nurtured. Many of these unique children have the tendency to be mislabeled, mishandled, or completely overlooked. This is so sad because the course of an individual's life is greatly influenced during their childhood. The foundation of the Word of God, along with the combination of practicality and the understanding of child development, can all play a role during a child's formative years. It is important that there are faith-filled books and materials that encourage spiritual growth and develop not only in adults but in children. Children are our greatest blessings from God. We want to raise a generation of kingdom ambassadors that have an understanding of who they are in God along with their assignment in the earth. So it's really time for our children to be spirit-filled world changers so they can fulfill their prophetic destiny. So our guest today is DeAndrea Bolden, or D as we call her. Um, she's a minister with a strong anointing and grace for teaching the word of God with an emphasis on deliverance healing, and restoration. She's the founder of Walking in Authority Ministries, WIAM, and you can follow WIAM Global on Twitter, which serves the purpose of shifting believers to a place of kingdom authority. She's also an entrepreneur and marketplace minister and focuses on media, business, ministry, establishment, and upgrading um, conducting um, workshops and seminars across the country. If you go to her website, uh, com, you'll actually download a, uh, a free uh, book there as well. But she's also a TV and radio host with a heart to reach all people all over the globe with uh, Christ-centered media. So like I said, you can go to com so you can get more information. But I have down here in this show Three Tips for uh, Effective Christian Counseling, which is really at her heartbeat as well. So with that, I'm going to bring up Dee Bowden, and she's going to tell us a little bit more about who she is and how she really came to this spot uh, in terms of writing books. Welcome, Dee. Thank you. Well, thank you very much for having me on today, Pam. Um, A little bit about me. Um, 
as far as my background, I went to uh, undergrad school at Western Michigan University, and there I studied chemistry and psychology. Um, I've gone on to, I'm finishing up my graduate work in um, psychology. I, uh, one thing I can say, I, even though I, most of my, as far as my vocation, I've pretty much worked as a chemist, but one thing I can say is in uh, college, I really fell in love with psychology, specifically child psychology. I've always loved children. I, I love uh, being around them. I love the, the company of children. And so when, when I, you know, when God gave me this book, I felt it was really unique. Um, it was unique in the sense that there's not really a lot of uh, material or books when it comes to the spiritual development or spiritual growth in children. You can find, you know, parenting books. You can find, you know, books, uh, you know, prophetic books for adults. But I never mm-hmm. saw anything where it dealt with um, you know, personal development and spiritual growth and the prophetic in children. And so when God gave me this, I saw that it was unique. I saw that there was a need for it because there are a lot of uh, very gifted children, and a lot of times they're overlooked or, you know, nobody really recognizes their gifts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So kind of explain what gifted or prophetic uh, children, prophetically gifted children, like like your daughter um, talking about is a dreamer. So kind of explain to people like in layman's term, like what that means or what that looks like. Because people may be wondering, this, well, is my, is my daughter, is my son, are they gifted? How how would I know? I, I guess the, the easiest way to put that is a, a prophetically gifted child is going to be a child uh, the way I, my simple definition is a child that is has a strong grace or a strong prophetic calling. A lot of times these are kids that uh, will begin to have God encounters very young and very small. I don't really, you know, when you start talking about prophetic children, a lot of times people will start getting into, well, is my child a prophet? And, you know, that that's another topic, that's another, another conversation in, in itself. But you know what the the unique the thing about prophetic children is they're uh, different they're very unique they're very sensitive to the supernatural a lot of times God will begin to awaken them or awaken their gifts early especially if they're recognized when you look in the Bible and you look at the prophet Samuel you can see where God began to deal with him young mm-hmm. early on mm-hmm. how he had to mm-hmm. learn the voice of God recognize it respond to God's voice and then act on it. And so, you know, a lot of that, you know, it's in the book, and I don't want to, you know, get get ahead. But when it comes to, you know, prophetically gifted children, a lot of times God begins to awaken them early so that they can begin to learn his voice. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. you know, if, if parents don't check it, catch it or if they're not in the right environment, the enemy can also get a hold of them because, again, they're, they're sensitive to the supernatural. And so then instead of mm-hmm. having God encounters, you'll see a lot of these children having a lot of nightmares, you know, they see things Ooh. in the closet. They see stuff moving around. And so it's important that, that parents recognize them and, and get a hold of the, those gifts so that the enemy doesn't try to take uh, the, their innate uh, nature and use it against them. Mm-hmm. I like how in the book you talk about, you break it out in different parts of what to cultivate in different time periods of a child's life. So in early childhood, so if a child is two to three years old, it's a toddler years, and they're mobile, they're talking, they're learning very quickly, and they interact in their environment. And you said this is really a great time to show them how to pray and even engage in worship by lifting their hands, clapping their hands, and shouting to the Lord. And then by preschool, three to five years old, during this time, you said young children are growing 
and learn how to communicate at a higher level so they can really begin to learn to pray more and then memorize scriptures. I know my daughter did. She memorized scriptures. Um, and to this day, it was a scripture that she remember um, that talks about you you err because you don't know the word of God. And she and she wow. said that. I mean, she remembered that at like five years old. It was like in Matthew. And I was like, oh, my God. It's, this girl is, and it is. It's like one of those things that says she's really prophetic. And then the school age, like 6 to 11, we talk about we are to keep them in the word. And, uh, and although prayer is not in school, which is really hard because my child, you know, my daughter went to public school, it must be made right. in their homes. And so we, we went to a word church. So that really helped. And it's a great age, again, for people to learn and hear and recognize the voice of the Holy Spirit really at that age and just really direct them. And then the adolescent age, that's where um, children become more independent in studying the word and praying on their own. And and really um, parents just really guide them, you know, so they can continue to mature. But really out of all of that, it, it really starts with the cultivating, knowing what to do at what age. And um you know, what is the one thing that sticks out like if someone has a teenager, um, like an adolescent that's around 12 or 13 years old, one of the things that they can do? Because I know that's like, so that's one of the hardest hardest ages really to deal with when a child is a teenager. So what kind of advice if you're trying to cultivate and you've been cultivating or say you weren't cultivating and you want to cultivate it now and the child is now a teenager. So what are some of the things that you can do um, to try to cultivate their um, their gift? That's actually a, a a very good question. Um, one one thing I would say, and and I like what you said, it it, it it's better if it happens from infancy up, because as they're growing, children become less pliable. Their personality mm-hmm. becomes more uh, formed, and who they are is more figured out. It's funny how you look at when you look in you know in the church, or even when you look in uh, Judaism, when a child reaches around the age of twelve, thirteen. We say what? They get to the age of accountability or where they the mm-hmm. law for themselves. And you look mm-hmm. at it from a psychological perspective, that's also when they enter adolescence. So adolescence is a very critical period for young people. Um, one thing one thing I will say is if somebody did not, you know, really, you know, they may not even, you know, have been dedicated as a believer themselves, had not, uh, you know, really uh, been pouring into their child, I would say the most important thing to do at that age is to know what their gifts and talents are because that's, mm-hmm. that's more of an active age, and that's more right. they're going to gravitate towards things that they like and things that they're good at. And so at that age, especially, you know, to those that are part of local assemblies, it's important to figure out where their gifts and talents are so they can find their place and find things that interest them or maybe even things that God has gifted them to do. And so that's where I would start at that age is, you know, again, dealing with the heart, you know, again, you know, going back, pouring the word in them, doing the foundational things, getting the word in them, teaching them how to pray, why to pray, um, preparing them to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, but also taking mm-hmm. the time to know what their gifts and talents are. Because sometimes, you know, especially when you look at adults that may have never grown up in church or, or they never knew what they, their gifts are, you have a lot of chaotic people because they don't know who they are and where their gifts and talents lie. And so that's one of the most important things is outside of the foundational things, which is the word, prayer, and things like that, finding what their gifts and talents are to understand their makeup better, then, it, then you can start pushing them in the right direction as to where God would have them to be. 
Mm-hmm. We're listening to uh, Dee Bolden. She is the author of uh, Cultivating and Developing Prophetically Gifted Children. And um, she the book is available on Amazon, and she's out of uh, Kalamazoo. Uh, like you said, she went to Western, but she really, um, a lot of her career has been in engineering and, and, and chemistry and that sort of thing, but she's working on her, uh, she's always been fascinated by a lot of the psychological uh, psychology and, and dealing with uh, counseling and, and, and mental health. And so really she's kind of like giving us the back. This is her first book. She's working on other. So let's kind of get to know, like, Dee, like, why she wrote the first book. We, we know she has children. She's got two children, and so one of it is. But let's kind of hear a little bit, Dee, about why uh, God put it on your heart to write that. I know you said there wasn't anything like that, but what made you even start to look to see if there was anything like that? Because I have children. I have children, and as a mother, I'm always, I guess I look at things a lot different. I'm always looking at, as my children are growing, what can I do to continuously equip them? It's like, okay, I'm making mm-hmm. sure, you know, like my daughter, she loves dance. She's a dancer. So, okay, I invest in dance classes. Um, she She's interested in starting a business. So I invest in that. You know, I'm investing in all these areas, but it's like how can I invest in her spiritual growth and spiritual development? Mm-hmm. I've, always mm-hmm. been, I've always had the belief, and I have proof that it's true, that children can do everything adults do in ministry if they're taught and given the opportunity. And mm-hmm. so, and what I mean by that, I don't mean releasing them to, you know, to go out to the nations, but I mean they can hear the voice of God, they can pray, they can lay hands on the sick, they can do all those things if we, you know, give them that opportunity to do that. As far as why I wrote the book, I wrote the book because I'm, I'm passionate about children. I'm passionate about children's ministry, and I'm very passionate about the spiritual development of children because I feel that they're overlooked a lot of times in the church. Mm-hmm. Not that there's not children's church, not that there's no activities for them and a lot of fun things, but that the discipleship. Like a lot, I right. remember, and, I, and, I, you know, and I, I thank God for my parents. You know, they did what they knew. I was took to church, but that was it. I, you know, you mm-hmm. grow up. I didn't know what my gifts were. I didn't. I didn't know no. You know, too much in the word. I mean, I knew the power of God was real because I saw it. But you know, actually being able to be in a place where I could have a relationship with God for myself, where I can grow into who He has called me to be, it makes a difference. That's why the Bible says, "A child saved plus a soul saved is a soul saved plus a life," because when a child is is in the kingdom. They're, they have their whole life ahead of them versus if mm-hmm. you and I, you know, come into the church at 60 years old, praise God, you know, he's going to accept us, but look how much of our life is gone and behind us. And I, I, just, mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. that it's important for children to be spirit-filled so as they are growing and as they're developing, as they're changing, as they're going through the various stages of development and of life, the Holy Spirit will be in them. They will know mm-hmm. his voice. And so as they mm-hmm. mature, their relationship with God will also also mature. So to, to me, the reason I did it is, again, I'm passionate about children, and I'm passionate about children's ministry, and I have a desire to see children empowered to to flow in the supernatural things of God, just like adults. Mm-hmm. I like the part in, um, I think this is Chapter 8, and it talks about identifying gifts and talents, and you talk about your daughter um, one time that she woke up and, she was she had like a uh, like a nightmare so to speak 
And really one of the things that you did is that you said you wanted your daughter to really, you know, understand what was going on about the enemy and, and that God placed her on this earth to really do something good for, for the Lord. And that you you want to take time to teach your daughter about the fruit of the Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit. I guess I guess your daughter at that time in 2012, she probably was young, younger. How old was your daughter about then at that age? About 10, almost 10, 9, nine mm-hmm. or 10. Mhm, and then um, one of the things is that you taught her about that she needed um, that she believes she'd be given the Holy Spirit. So, kind of tell us a little bit about that that whole situation, how they uh, identify their gifts and begin her. to mhm, yeah, identify their gifts uh, and begin to learn in the, um, the their God ordained callings. Okay, um, one one thing I can say with her from the time she was little, I remember. One day she walked up to me. She was three years old. I'll never forget it. And when she was little, I would always spend Saturdays because, you know, any mom with a little girl with a head full of hair knows Saturdays are hair days. And so mm-hmm. hair days, a lot of time, I would take the time. I would pray for her. I would minister to her. I would speak it to her. And I just begin to, I would always ask her, you know, do you, do you hear God saying anything to you? Is, is God speaking to you? Because she began to just burst just burst out into all these dreams, just dreams, dreams, dreams. Mm. She was always dreaming. And a lot of mm-hmm. times when she was dreaming, she would see people being sick. Mm. And so she would always have a desire to pray for people to be healed. And so there's wow. no coincidence, since she's been five, she said she wants to be a doctor. A doctor. So it shows <laughs> that the vocation that she desires lines up with the gift that she has because she has the gift of healing. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not going to be like that for every child. Every child is different. Every personality is different. And God deals with them different. But one thing I would tell any parent, if they're not sure about their child's gift, is to begin to inquire of the Lord. I mean, he created them. You know, Mm -hmm. if if Mm -hmm. there's anybody that knows that, you know, God has access to the book of their life. And so if, Mm -hmm. if a parent is not sure, I would always admonish them, to go and ask the, ask our Heavenly Father because if you ask something like that, he's going to let you know because he wants us to be good stewards over them. Mm-hmm. And so that mm-hmm. was one of the ways, you know, I really began to recognize, you know, the gifts that were in her because uh, mm-hmm. when she had walked up, going back to where I was at, when she had walked up to me when she was three, she was like, I have a, I got a, I got a word from the Lord. And I said, okay, what is it? She was like, and God said, I mean, she could barely talk. I mean, she was one but a couple feet tall, couple feet tall, <laughs> and she was trying to release the word of the Lord. My son, he's four. He's a lot younger than her, and he will, you know, tell me what God is saying, what God has showed him in a dream, all these different wow. things. And so it, it helps to, to recognize their gift because a lot, a lot of kids do dream, and I want to say this, but a lot of times the parents brush them off. And so mm-hmm. because they're being ignored, it's kind of like, um, I don't know, it's, it's like if you just let something die, like if you let a fire die. And so they get to the yeah. point they don't tell their parents their dreams anymore, and then sometimes they begin to ignore them. They're on they, they The kids themselves also begin to ignore the dreams, and then it just kind of mm-hmm. dies out. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I, I, I definitely want to encourage parents, if you do have a child that's a dreamer, listen to what they are saying. And, and, and with my kids, you know, kids are going to come with goofy stuff. We know Folly, you know, is in, is in the heart of a child. But but the the thing about it is there there's going to be times when it, if it's God, that it's going to be a God thing, and it's important to listen. Mm-hmm. And it's like stirring up the gifts. It's stirring up their gifts, their prophetic 
um, prophetic stern, like you said in chapter 12, because that's one of the things that you want to do. And I like this particular thing you talked about, about being well-balanced and that the children are well-rounded and they're flourished in society. And kind of talk a little bit about that, because you said a little bit about your daughter that, you know, you got her into dance classes, you develop her physically, you know, obviously she's going to school, you've got mentally, and then you've got the spiritual thing. So it's important that 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 we put it in the right order, so to speak. And that's why your book is really, really important, I think, because, you know, God is first. If we say God is first, then how can we put that last when it comes to developing our children? So kind of talk a little mm-hmm. bit about it in terms of what response has been from the of the book and what people have been saying. Okay. Um, so the the first thing, um, <clears throat> when it comes, what I was referring to when it talked about, you know, children being well-balanced, all that's dealing with is um, ha- being practical. You know, you have, you know, I've, I've seen people where, you know, they were taken to church, you know, they were raised in the church, but then they had no life skills. Or, mm-hmm. you know, like common sense, how to balance a checkbook, how to, you know, how to, you know, make sure your oil, you're not burning the oil out of your engine or, you know, how to apply for a job, how to interview for a job. Um, or you have people on the opposite end of the spectrum where, you know, they're, they're, they're very, they have a very human, sec, a very secular humanistic approach to life, and they really don't, uh, there's really no place for God and for faith. To where it's like kind of God was, you know, we went to church once a month and that was about it. There was never any any teaching. There was never any training in the home because one thing about it, I I need to be the, me and my husband, we are the, the, the strongest and the, and the loudest teachers in the lives of our children. And so it all starts at home. And so just, you know, being balanced, you know, ha- making sure they're they're equipped for life in, in every in every sense of it, you know. Making mm-hmm, sure they're mm-hmm. they're prepared, you know, spiritually, naturally, emotionally. Just making sure they're they're well balanced, well rounded uh, individuals. And um, mm-hmm. okay, you you I'm sorry, you asked about the response. Um, I've gotten a yeah, lot what, of great feedback pe- about mm-hmm. the book. I've I've got feedback mm-hmm. from from pastors. I've gotten feedback from uh, quite a few moms, single moms, married moms, first ladies, um, oh, all okay. type of people. And so. It's a blessing, you know, be, to hear and to know. Mhm. This would be a good book for churches to have for their um, youth ministries. Actually, I saw I that you had a forward here from um, Apostle Ralph Cunningham, and he talks about, you know, that this book is really needed because this is one of the most neglected, um, yet fruitful and rewarding ministries is that of ministering to children that people don't really understand. This next generation that they carry the the, cho- the torch. And he talks about how the discipleship and the spiritual growth of children and how this really digs deep, a little bit deeper than the basic Bible study. It's like it really tells you how to really understand your children's gifts in, in terms of the prophetic. So um, he was one person. that It was at what Seasons of Change Church that uh, gave a forward for, for your book. But, but I think a lot of... Um, you know, you were saying a lot of first ladies said that they liked the book as well. It's a it's a quick read. It's not like 500 pages or anything like that. Mm-mm. But it's something that um, definitely people will have that will shift their thinking um, in terms of how to raise their children when they're looking at all the other things that they're doing for kids. You know, like you said, the, the dance classes and the football and the little league and all of that. But it's like, 
a prophetic gift and not just, I guess you would say, not just brushing off that part and just thinking, oh, well, they'll figure that out on their own later. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we are um, wrapping up. We've got about five minutes um, left in our show today in Chocolate Pages. I'm your host, Pam Perry. Um, you can find out more about um, Deandra Bolden, uh, the author of Cultivating and Developing Privacy Gifted Children. Uh, the book is available on Amazon. So, of course, it's definitely available on Amazon, but it is also at her website with a lot of great blogs, uh, uh, com. And so... Um, with that, I'm going to ask you a little bit, um, what do you see on the horizon? What's next for DeAndrea Bolden? A um, couple things. Um, I'm going to be uh, putting out a, a series. It's kind of kind of a series about prophetic children, and um, it's going to be available. It, it de- it's kind of a, a walkthrough of the book. It, it deals a lot about, uh, it deals with a lot of the material that's in the book, but it's going to be a, uh, a course for uh, pastors, youth pastors, along with uh, parents and guardians. Um, Dealing with spirit-filled children and prophetic children, it's going to talk about everything from, you know, foundational things all the way to activating and and stirring them up in the prophetic. And so it's going to be really, really good. That's that's coming up um, later this year. And I also also have another book that will be coming out in, in the spring, I don't have a title for it yet. There's no title, but that book uh, will be coming out in the spring, and I'm really, really excited about that. Um, that book is dealing more with integrated health and integrated mental health. It, it really is. It, I think it's going to be, you know, a really, really good thing, and um, there'll, there'll also be a, a course uh, going along with that as well. Um, so just a lot of exciting things that are going to be coming up. I'm, I'm really excited. Okay, so that's going to be coming out in the spring. And uh, so then what, what else is um, on your website? When people go there, what is the first thing? I think there's something that they can download there. What is that that you have there? I do. For anybody that signs up uh, for uh, my newsletter, um, there is a free downloadable ebook. Uh, the ebook oh, okay. is, is, I am, yep, the, the ebook is, it's a, it's a quick read. It's it's something to it's it's kind of like a catalyst to help people birth their vision out. I, it's really a, a powerful mm-hmm. tool. A lot of people love it, and so again, hopefully, you know, those that are listening, go onto the website. You know, Pam already said it, wiamglobal.com, and get your free download. All you have to do is sign up for uh, the the uh, the newsletter on the website. Okay, okay. And what I like about you, D, is that it's really. The, the flowing in your gifts in terms of what you do as a chemical engineer by trade, I guess you would say, but then you're also a, a author, a TV and radio host, and a, a Bible teacher, a speaker, um, obviously a mom and a wife, but your emphasis on deliverance and healing and restoration, where does that, I guess you say, that heart come from? What? Why is that something that's very important to you? Oh, I guess it's a, it's a very simple one. It's just it's sad to see people in bondage. It's sad to see mm-hmm. uh, what you know in and out of the church. You want you want to see mm-hmm. people whole the right way, you know the, mm-hmm. the biblical way, you know the way um, that that is laid out for us in the Word of God. And so for me, I love to see people free 
to walk in mm-hmm. purpose, free to walk in their calling, free to walk in who God has called them to be because a lot of people are so bound by their past. They, they, yeah. can't, they can't go to their future. And that's another mm-hmm. thing about the book because the majority of the issues people have, you can trace it back to their childhood. And that's another mm-hmm. reason why this book is yes. so important. The chapter where it talks about, you know, dealing with the heart, you know, it's all about purpose-driven parenting and, and dealing with dealing with the heart. So mm-hmm. yeah, so for mm-hmm. me, it, it's just it's a passion for me because I love to see people birth out vision, you know, live their dreams and 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 fulfill the assignment and the call of God on their life and just walk walk in their pur- purpose and live a purpose-driven life. Mhm, mhm. So they can walk in authority. That's the the whole right. vision of walking walking in authority ministry. So D, I just thank you. So much for joining us today on the Chocolate Pages show. We are going to look forward to the book coming out in the spring um, that deals with uh, the the issues that deal with in the church mental mental health or making sure that people have a good mental health or how to really help people with mental um, I guess you say psychological issues in the church the biblical way. So like you said, so people can be free and and be healed and be whole and restored. Um, so they can do the things that God called them to to do, and um, so we will go to your website too and download that free ebook as well. WIMGlobal.com. We've been talking with Tianja Bolden, who's the author of Cultivating and Developing Prophetically Gifted Children, available on Amazon, and you can pick that up today at so, um hardcover. Is that correct? I couldn't hear you. Is it on Kindle as well as is it ebook as well as a uh, physical book? It, yeah, e the the, okay. the paperback and the ebook are both on Amazon. Okay, good, good. So I love that. I love that. So Dee, thank you so much for joining us today. We look forward to having you back when you birth the new book as well. I am Pam Perry, your host of Chocolate Pages, and we thank you for listening. God bless. <laughs> 